Hi guys, and welcome back to the Mindful Athlete Podcast. Um, tonight we have a really cool, or this morning, whenever you're listening, um, a, a really cool guest who's actually returned to the show, Katie Seidel, who's the D1 coach from um, from college. She she coaches lacrosse, um, and we are here tonight to talk about recruiting. Um, I think it's such a cool gift that we get to have her come on and talk about this. So um, I think definitely think the first question that if I'm sitting in the seat of like the potential athlete who wants to get recruited to like a D1 school, my first question that immediately comes to my head is like, who do I need to be and what do I need to give you to make sure you like me? <laughs> yeah. So that, well, hi, hello. Thank you for having me back. Last time was super fun and I love this stuff and could chat all day long. So thank you. Um, okay. So first question, how, I guess, like, how do you get noticed and what should I be giving to coaches to get my name out there? Is that kind of? Yeah, basically, like, how do I get your attention in the first place? If I'm just from, like, a small school in the middle of who knows where, how in God's name am I going to get on your radar to come and notice me? Perfect. Okay, so I think a big thing is you don't always have to play club. I know there's cost involved and time with that. And sometimes, you know, families don't, you know, whether it's they can't devote the time, they don't have the means to that. That's totally fine. Um, I would say be very persistent, you know, find your coach's contact information that can be on their athletics website. And then if you go to their directory, I would also recommend putting all the coaches on their email. Um, so for example, I'm an assistant I handle the majority of the recruiting. So my boss will just forward me emails, but it's really nice if I'm on the email too and my boss will say, hey, Katie, did you get this email? I'm like, yep, I'm CC'd on it. Like I got this. So I would start there. Um, but again, right. circling back to how do I get seen? Um, mm -hmm. You can email coaches and say, hey coach, you know, my name's so-and-so. I go to blank high school. I play this position. I'm I'm really interested in your program and my team is competing at X place, X date, X time. Would love if you could come out. Um, you know, coaches will be pretty honest from the get-go if they can come. There's also kind of um, guidelines with NCAA if we're able to come and recruit. Oftentimes, um, you know, there's contact periods and evaluation periods, which is when we're able to come and watch. Um, currently for D1, we're in a dead period until January 1, meaning we cannot have in-person contact. Um, but if that's the case, send film. You can record practices, inter-squad scrimmages, send them our way. Um, another thing I'd encourage, if you're from kind of a hard, um, you know, maybe not a hard area, but a non-traditional area, is you can register with house teams or as a guest player for tournaments. And that way it's cutting down on cost. You're not paying club fees, but maybe only traveling to some tournaments. And then you can say, hey, coach, so-and-so, I'm a guest player in this tournament. My team plays at these times. And that's a good way to kind of get around some of that. So so what do you mean by like house team or like guest player? What does that mean? For somebody who's never been to that or never been yeah. part of that club world, what does that look like if I were to just show up? Sure. So I know for soccer and lacrosse, this is the case. Um, usually on a tournament website, on the team registration, they'll have an option for you to say, 
you know, I'd like to join this as a, as a guest player. Um, mm -hmm. So that can mean you'll play on a house team, which is comprised of other people that are guest playing in the tournament, or they'll put you in touch with a local club that has reached out and said, Hey, we're short a few players. If you have any guest players, we'll take them. Um, you could also reach out, out to local club teams and email them and say, Hey, I, on your website, it says you're going, for example, you're going to, um, you know, pr the primetime showcase in November, would you happen to need any guest players? And then that's a great way to, um, see if you like the club team, if you think it's a fit, and then also get to play in the tournament as well. Oh, okay. All right. So, so far the top three suggestions are if you're emailing a team, specifically any team that you want to play on for a college, CC all the coaches because you never know who's actually taking most charge of recruiting. Yes, absolutely. And then with that, I would say make sure it's going to the proper school but just make sure you have the right school and then I would also in the subject line put you know Katie Seidel attack class of 2022 and that yeah. makes it really easy to find that also shows if we're able to contact you because there's also some rules with that of we not might not be able to chat with your particular for your particular class here yet right okay so also if I'm going to send an email to you, make sure the coach and the school I'm talking about connect, of course. Yes. yes. I will. Okay, so let's say that happened. Sure. How would you fix it? Like if if that happened? <laughs> sure. So a lot of times coaches will just disregard, but you can always follow up and say, hi, I wanted to introduce myself again. Um, I'm very sorry. I am interested in your school. I did research and then maybe say a couple facts of, hey, look it, I made a mistake, but I've done my research and this is what I really like and enjoy about your school. So not only saying, hey, I like your program, but stating why so it really connects with the coaches on a one-on-one -on -one level is really important. Absolutely. Kind of build that rapport again with them. Gotcha. Okay. And then the other thing you mentioned, so number one was writing the email, CCing all the coaches because you never know who's really in charge of what. Mm -hmm. Second one was you don't need to be part of a club team, but when you go to a tournament, join a house team or try to connect with a club team so you can play on it and then invite coaches or maybe do some film. Yes, I, okay. I think those are all great starting points for sure. Okay. And let's say, especially with COVID, because I know this is going to come up with a lot of younger athletes, a lot of them have had their seasons pushed. And they're like, I don't have any in-game play. I don't have any footage on this. I don't have any games coming up because it's all been canceled because COVID. And over the next couple of months, mm -hmm. we have no clue what's going to happen. What would you suggest if that's the situation with COVID coming up? Yes, and absolutely. And and we understand that. And it's all for safety. And, and a lot of things have really changed. So we've had to change. And our recruiting practices have had to change. So I would say... Um, you know, talk to your coaches and see if you can video your your scrimmages during practice. Um, if you can video drills during practice, you might have other teammates that want to use the footage as well. So you can all kind of create a game plan of, you know, hey, coach, can we film, um, you know, this passing drill and, and really focus on our fundamentals? And, and then when we scrimmage at the end of practice, could we maybe film that for 10 minutes? Um, I know. A lot of people during this time are working out with like strength coaches and trainers. If you can film those sessions, that's another great thing to add to 
I know your resume and, and shows us that you're a proactive athlete. Um, and then also too, with that, um, kind of make a resume since we can't see you in person, if you could make a resume and, um, can be very simple, doesn't have to be fancy. It can be, you know, your name, your contact information, a few references. So maybe that's, um, a high school coach, um, a strength coach, we can call them and kind of pick their brain and say, you know, what type of worker is she, what type of attitude? Um, and then on that resume, you can include links to old film if you have it. Like that, that's great too. So I would say those are good starting points of film practice, film any workout sessions, and then maybe create a kind of a resume of your your playing career. You can list any awards that you've won on that as well. Okay. And I'm thinking because I'm I'm just coming up with these thoughts as like I'm like if I were sitting in the seat of the athlete what on the film would you like to see? Like, are you interested in more like action footage? Are you interested in me lifting more? Are you interested in more like calisthenics? What would your dream footage look like for an athlete who's applying? Yeah. So I think a good mix of the strength videos are great, but we obviously want to see your skill application and and your fundamentals in, in for me, a lacrosse setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say for just coaching in general, we, and it also depends on position. So I would say, um, you know, show some position specific skills, but then you can also show a little versatility, um, transition, some small skills. And I would also say highlights are great, but you could always send us a full, um, a full game. Cause that lets us see how you react. Let's say you make a bad pass or the ball goes out of bounds. That lets us see how you react and recover, which is really important, shows us how you interact with your coaches, with your teammates. That also cuts down on a little bit of work on your end as well. There's no clipping. There's no deciding what I send. So if you think you had a really good game, feel free to send us the whole game. Okay. So it almost looks like you want to see how the athlete acts behind the scenes. Yes. And and that's really important to us. And I would say for almost every coach, you know, you you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're a jerk to your parents on the sideline and a jerk to the referees, officials, umpires, that's not a good look. And, and that's something that's a little bit um, of a deal breaker for us. Okay. So I want every athlete to hear that right now. A D1 coach, and listen to this, a D1 coach just said, if you are a jerk to people and you are not mature, you don't treat people well. You don't do things that are good human things. They are not going to be interested in you. Okay. I want a lot of people to hear that because I think a lot of people think, oh, well, if I'm just good, I can act however I want to act, which is not true. A lot of coaches, and I have talked to a lot of college coaches, that is a big stickler for them. And they know that they're like, listen, if, if you, if you react poorly to bad situations, I'm not interested. Like... Right. And it just, it kind of sets you up of college is amazing and it's great and there's great experiences, but there's also adversity. And, you know, we kind of need to see how a little glimpse of that, of how are you going to react when the ref made a bad call or it's really hot and, you know, your parents forgot your water, although you should be in charge of your water and beverages as an adult. (laughs) You know, stuff like that, that all those little things, they really do add up. Right. So it's not 
just your physical talent. It's your maturity when it comes to tough situations. Yes, I would absolutely say that. And, you know, after we kind of go through the recruiting process and you come on your visit, that's something we look at too. You know, again, make sure you're respectful to everybody, respectful to parents. They've taken time out of their schedule work day to take you to this visit. You know, majority are, are um, with parents. That's really important, too. We see how you interact with parents and, and people on campus, too. Okay. All right. So that was my next question is that yeah. if you get invited to come on to campus, what are some things you're looking for? And I mean, I'm talking about even the way I dress to the way I act. Like, what are some some things that are like, this is important to us. This is not as important. Yeah. So I would say um, definitely confirm your visit, how we operate. And I think a lot of coaches will either, you know, text you kind of a visit itinerary or email you of you should be at place A by X time you know, text me if there's any issues. So, and then it's always good just to text them either the day before or the day of and say, Hey coach, really excited for my visit. I'll meet you at a place at X time. That just shows us that one, you're coming. Um, you're not going to stand us up and, and two, that you're really excited and engaged. And then I would say too, um, in that message, also say who's coming with you of like, Hey, my mom's coming or, hey, my dad's coming, or hey, grandma's coming, but she can't walk super well. And that lets us know, okay, we're going to make arrangements. Maybe we get a golf cart. Maybe we take a, a different tour route so grandma can walk with us and and not have to stop. And, you know, a lot goes into a visit. So the more info we get beforehand is great. And then I would say while you're on a visit, um, just be engaged. You know, obviously pre-COVID, a handshake is good, but Post-COVID, we're, you know, expecting people to be masked up. We're going to distance as much as we can um, and then be respectful of, of that and, and being masked. And then I would just, again, be engaged. You know, we love when you have questions. That shows you're engaged. It It's a little bit more, I would say, it's easier to converse with you when you have questions. And I can see your passion. I can see your thinking forward thinking of, hey, I could see myself here. Um, in terms of what to wear, it's it's pretty flexible. Um, I would say appropriate walking shoes for sure. I would say appropriate clothing. I know that has like different meanings for different people, but I would say, you know, jeans, leggings are fine. Um, probably no crop tops, no uh, booty shorts, stuff like that. That's more for girls. But I would just say if if you wouldn't wear it around your grandma, you probably shouldn't wear it on your recruiting visit. Gotcha. Good, good, good guideline. If you can't wear it around grandma, don't wear it on recruiting visits. Yeah. Okay. So I always say to athletes, and this is just a preparatory thing, because I also come from the business world and we always prep with different things for different situations. I've had, for example, an athlete actually went to a visit and was invited to go to a practice. So what do you say about possibly bringing your gear just in case that opportunity happens? Yeah, so I think you can definitely keep it in your car. And then it also just depends on the level. Like for, for D1, that's not something we're allowed to do. But for D3, I believe you can. And then also if coaches say, hey, if you want to stay and watch practice, 
I would stay and watch practice. That that means they're interested. That means they want you to see. That means they want you to meet the girls. Okay. So if a coach's is if a coach is trying to engage with you and wants you to stay, that is a good sign. <laughs> if they say, hey, come and sit on this bench for an hour while we do practice, they're inviting you into the team, which is a really critical statement from coaches. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right, cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. What were some of your experiences as like getting recruited? Yeah, I would say too, um, it can be kind of a daunting process, but it's just really important to stay true to yourself and everyone has a home. So whether it's, you know, D1, D2, D3, NAIA, I don't know much about it. It's a little bit of the the wild west, but um, <laughs> there's a for everybody. And I would, if you have older siblings, tag along with them. Um, that's a great way to see campus. I was fortunate that my older sister played lacrosse. So I was able to tag along with her to quite a few visits. And in my mind, that kind of helped me make a list of, oh, I, I kind of like this or, you know, maybe the school isn't right for me. It's a little too far. So, um, and then I would also encourage you to explore the major. Um, that's really the purpose of going to college is our degree plan and, and what we want to do after. So I would kind of make a list of here's some things I'm interested in some that, you know, have pretty broad, um, you know, a broad spectrum of things you can do. And then you can kind of narrow that down as well. Um, and then from there kind of filter distance wise, do I want to be really close? Do I want to be far from home? And then again, filter down. And then once you have your major, your ideal state and kind of distance, then you can start to reach out to some coaches. Um, and I think it's really important that as an athlete, you are the driver in the process. Um, coaches want to interact with you. We don't want calls from parents or, you know, meetings with parents. Again, you're the driver. If parents have questions, we'll definitely open it up. And um, on the visit, we definitely open it up to parents. But again, you're the driver of this process. We want to get to know you. You're the one that we're going to be coaching for four years. Um, and then I would also say to surround yourself with people that can advocate for you. So whether that's a high school coach or a club coach, um, be in a position to have those people help you. It's really great if you have a club coach um, in the lacrosse world. That That's a pretty big networking piece for um, you want to be in a club that is very, very realistic. Um, you don't want someone just kind of blowing smoke up your skirt of, yes, you can play top 20. You're going to be going to Syracuse when maybe you should be looking at a D3 smaller option. So um, I would say be, re be realistic about your goals and be very realistic about your time commitment. So, so for D1, that's you know, a 20 hour a week commitment on top of school, on top of travel. Um, you know, for some people, they find it really worth it. For others, they want, you know, maybe a D3 experience. They're going to study abroad. They want a little more flexibility. Maybe they want to have, you know, a job. Yeah. So you would definitely say that um, taking the opportunity not only to build relationships from the beginning of high school is important, but all the way through high school, because when you get to college, those kind of, and it's good relationships, right? You don't want that baloney co coach who's like, oh, you go in the Olympics or, oh yeah, you're going to be a professional yeah. athlete. 
you want a coach who's going to say, actually, I don't think you're at that level because that coach is going to be realistic with you. I've had perfect example. I knew an athlete who went all through high school with this one coach and they just blew them up like crazy. And they were like, oh yeah, you're the best out there. I've never seen an athlete like you. They got to college and were so overwhelmed that they nearly dropped out. And so it would have been so much better had they gone to a D2 or a D3 school and then maybe even transferred and like tried to get to the D1 school or tried to figure something out. But they just had to drop their sport completely because they were like, I can't do it. Like (laughs) it's tricky. And and we find like unmet expectations are just the downfall. And I think it's really important to examine, you know, what is your fit? What are you going to be happy doing? Let's say you're a type of player that has to be in every single minute playing, you know, obviously we all love playing, but you know, there's, (laughs) there's certain players that are, they need to be in involved in the mix all the time time where there's other players that are more confident being a role player of I'm in during a certain situation or even just being like a hype person being a very good teammate they're fine with being on the bench and and that's their role so I think it's really important to acknowledge that as well Um, I would also talk to your coaching staff and and make sure you're comfortable with them and that's a long process that's not going to happen after one email one phone call but you'll get to know the coaching staff through your visits, through your phone calls. Um, You know, you want them to advocate for you if you're injured, something happens at home, you have an illness, uh, you know, you have um, mental illnesses as well. So, and obviously that's not something that needs to be divulged talk one, but you want people that are going to advocate for you during your four years. And that comes from an important thing is like just as many questions. And you said this earlier, like you want athletes to ask you questions. Mm -hmm. And some of the questions might be as simple as like, oh, okay, what resources do you have? Um, Counseling. And sometimes counseling is just for educational purposes, too. So like, does the school have counseling? Does the school have study hours? Does the school have a rehab specialist? Like ask all those questions. And if the coach says, why are you asking all these questions? You can just say, I'm trying to get the whole picture of the school. Absolutely. And those are all really valid questions. And and it is important as a student athlete, um, you know, depending on the school, you might not have, you know, in-house, you know, athletic, you know, sports psychologist, athletic trainer, all of that. But at like at some level on the campus, they're going to have you or have those rather. And coaches should know where those resources are and how to access them because that's super important oh yeah yeah and there's a lot of times like even if you can't get to because I know there's quite a few colleges that only have and especially with COVID this is a little sticky right now but there's a lot of um, counseling services that are only on campus or um, can only be in person but there are a lot of available mental health um, and like a lot of those resources available outside of your school as well so if your school doesn't have it, go do some research, try to find what's out there, but always have the pre-question to your coaches so you know what that school is like before you walk into it. You know, it's like walking into a job thinking it's your dream job and then you get into it and you're like, I hate this. Like, Yeah, and, and that's what we generally want to avoid. And, and I would say too, um, as you get into the recruiting process, you know, let's say you've been on one visit 
you know, see if you can visit again, observe a practice, observe a game, see how people interact. Um, you know, those, those are people you're going to be around for four years straight. Obviously, you'll, you know, hopefully have other friends outside the sport, but it's pretty important to see if you kind of mesh with the team and the coaching staff. Otherwise, you're going to be pretty unhappy for four years. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's a huge one. <laughs> when you find your people, you're just pumped to be at practice, pumped to be at whatever school you're at. This is my tribe. These are my, my people. Right. And it's important to find our tribes. Those are the people that we stick with and they mean a lot to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We're going to get close to the 30 minute mark fairly soon. That happened really quickly. I was not prepared. <laughs> for that. Um, but I know that there was one big part of this that I wanted to ask you from your perspective, because I've never been a college coach. So this is something I was really interested, which is what are some of the things that you're like, please do not do this. This really sets the tone for us not to like you. So what are those big things? Oh, okay. Um, let me like rack my brains. I ha I haven't had a visit, you know, an official visit because our dead period, but let me think of, um, I guess number one is when you're rude to your parents on your visit, that, that bums us all out. And like we said, that goes back to character. Um, your parents are taking time to take you on this visit. Please be nice to them. Um, I would also say on the opposite side, um, um, you know, if you're late or you leave your visit early, obviously if it's an emergency and something is happening with your family, yes, please go. But if you uh, leave the visit early or you're late, that just kind of shows that you're really not into it and you kind of wasted our full day. Um, a lot of time and planning goes into these visits and you're meeting with other offices and in, in, in admissions, et cetera. Um, you know, if you don't feel like it's a fit and you don't want to visit, let us know. Yeah. That happens yeah. all the time. And you can be very respectful and just say, hey, coaches, you know, thank you for your time and setting up this visit. You know, unfortunately, I've decided to go in another direction. Totally fine. We get it. You let us know. You didn't waste our full day. Right. Yeah. And that's hugely important. Don't feel guilty for being honest, but be honest in advance. Like if you all of a sudden it's Saturday and you have a meeting on Thursday with a college, but you just got accepted to a college you love on Monday, call up that coach and say, hey, I just got accepted to another college. I think I'm going to take that route, but I greatly wanted to thank you. And I appreciate your time and energy that you put into this visit that I was going to come on. I'm sorry I'm not available to come, but thank you. And just leave it at that. <laughs> Absolutely. And nine times out of 10, we're going to say thank you so much. Best of luck. If anything changes, contact us. And I've had that happen before. Things fall through. You know, we left it on good terms. And this recruit said, hey, you know, my options fell through. I'd love to, you know, bring Akron back into the fold. And we said, absolutely. Like, we were bummed we lost you. Like, let's revisit. Let's see if this works out. Right. Perfect. Okay. So a couple lessons, couple big things. I, that was two. Do we have any more before I wrap up? <sighs> um. Oh, I guess I would. This is very minor. Don't wear... Uh, um, other schools, colors, slash rival. Don't show up to a college in their, their opposing schools wear. So yeah. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, so, and I wanted to really quick go back to the one about being rude to your parents on your trip. 
yeah. keep in mind that the way you treat your parents is how your coaches will see that you treat them. So, and if they don't like how you treat their parents, they're not going to like how you treat them. So they're just going to say, you know what? I don't think you're an athlete. We're not going to mesh well. Um, I've actually heard that from several other coaches. And that was actually a, they always, there was one school who I talked to and they had always invited um, parents to come on the trip because they wanted to see the reaction between parent and child. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's curious. And Obviously, we're not asking you to be a totally different person, but it's the simple things. Please, thank you. You know, just respectful. Your tone of voice matters, you know. Mm-hmm. I and, never, and also, yeah. like, if you don't have a good connection with your parents or you and your parents, like, aren't on a good page or, like, whatever it is, you can ask me, like, hey, um, for the visit, I would like to independently come if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Say that. And, and I have. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And I've had players come. There's two that come to mind. They came by themselves and they're doing really well, you know, for whatever reason, it was just them, but they enjoyed it. They had a great visit. We had a great connection. So um, like you said, bring parents if you're comfortable. If not, you're independent and you can come visit by yourself. Yeah. Which is the whole theme of thing, right? The whole thing is being prepared and being independent. Absolutely. Yes. You're your driver in this process. Yeah, you're the driver. We're looking at we're looking to recruit you, not your parents. So your parents shouldn't be contacting us. You should be contacting us. Don't go wrong. If parents want to ask questions, that's great. But you're driving the bus here. Um, another thing, and this goes back to being on time. If you because I know a lot of college students go and they'll like fly in or they'll drive in or they'll stay overnight. And sometimes they'll drive down for the day if it's like a local college they're going right. to do the trip before you make it the first time. Right. So if you're flying out of state, let's say I'm flying from, I don't know, New York to Florida. Right. And I'm going to go to Miami or I'm going somewhere down there for a college visit. And the college coach says, hey, meet me in front of my office. I'm right on this the day before. Go walk to their office and try to find it because you're not going to find it on the day of. (laughs) It's not going to happen. And I would say, too, we understand. And if, the, if there's traffic, but just let us know, like, yeah. as soon as you hit that traffic, hey, coach, I'm so sorry, I'm stuck in traffic, I'm going to be five minutes, five, ten minutes late. That's totally yeah. fine, we'll adjust, just just communicate, make sure you have coach's cell phone numbers before you yeah. take your journey. <laughs> take your journey, get the cell phone number, okay. <laughs> um, so we've learned a lot tonight, and Katie, I got to thank you again for for coming on the show for the second time, because I think this is definitely something we're probably going to have a lot of questions on, and I know a lot of athletes are probably going to keep asking questions, so we'll definitely have you back. So any athletes who are interested, please hit us up, ask us questions, be like, hey, I want to ask Katie this, I want to ask Coach Seidel this, please let me know, and I will put them in a massive list, and we will try to figure it out which questions we can answer, Okay. Um, so again, thanks anybody or any, everybody, not anybody, everybody who's listening, Katie, any final words? <laughs> Thank you for ha- having me. Um, obviously it's a crazy time with COVID, but you know, you're, you're still going to find your home. Coaches are going through the same thing and, and we're adjusting as well, but you know, good luck to everyone on the recruiting journey. It's really, really exciting and nothing better than finding that fit ultimately at the end. Exactly. Perfect. All right. Um, Right. Cool. So yeah. Thanks, Katie. And uh, we'll see you guys all next time. Yeah. <laughs>